0: what's going on everyone jv here with episode 21 of the my flipping life podcast and i promised i was going to bring this episode out talk about this a little bit we're gonna have a real quick conversation about money today all right because most people don't know how money works they don't know that money really just needs to be a tool that you can use to make more money pretty much like it's it's pretty simple i'm gonna talk about it give you my opinion on it. I've got some sources here I'm gonna gonna review with it and just try to put it in a new perspective for you alright so what I'm looking at it's an article by Forbes magazine and it's basically just saying just how fucked we are pretty much financially like we haven't been taught shit like our school system can teach you fucking Pythagorean theorem but they can't teach you how to fucking budget or how to pay your taxes, or any shit like that. That shit pisses me off, personally. I wish I had done it. I had a, I was fucking stupid with money when I first joined the military and shit. You know, I'm still working my way through some of that stuff. So, I want to talk to you right now, especially if you're young and you're just getting started. Please listen up. And if you're older and you just need a kick in the ass, I think this will help you too. Alright, so I'm looking at this, uh, this article by Forbes. It's called... Uh, four stats that reveal just how bad uh, how badly America is failing at financial literacy as by uh, a woman named Danny Pascarella Forbes.com, and the first stat on here and I've talked about this before too. 44 percent of Americans don't have enough cash to cover a $400 emergency. Now let me repeat that for you if you didn't hear that. 44%, almost half of the people in America, there's 350 million people in America. I know less than that are actually adults that pay bills, but less than half, just less than half of those people can't afford $400 for an emergency. $400. And it says on here, an average, like, if you had to go to the emergency room or, you know, something, you had to go to the hospital, the average out-of-pocket on that is going to be $1,000. So most people can't even cover if their kid falls and breaks his arm, if, you know, they're cutting fucking tomatoes in the kitchen and they cut part of their finger off, like, they're not going to have the money to pay that bill. So what are they going to do? They're, They're going to not pay it. They're going to fuck their credit. They're going to be getting calls from creditors. They're going to be fucking stressed. Like, and this is just the first thing. Like, this is just right off the bat. What the fuck? $400 emergency? You don't have enough money to cover a $400 emergency? What are you doing? You're spending way too much money on some dumb shit. Trying to look cool for people. Way too much fucking money. I like nice things. Hey, have nice things if you can fucking afford it. Jesus. All right. Number two on here. 43% 43% of student loan borrowers are not making payments. So basically the same amount of people, same percentage of people who can't cover that $400 emergency also can't fucking pay their student loan debt. I know that not everyone in America has student loan debt, obviously, but that's almost half of people with student loans don't even fucking pay them. Like this whole system's fucked. Holy fuck, you take out a fucking hundred thousand dollar loan to get a fucking liberal arts degree and then wonder why you can't pay it back because you only make $30,000 a year because that's not a desirable skill in the real world. Like, come on, guys. I don't like I don't know what to tell you. If you got to take out loans to go to college, you probably shouldn't go to college. You can work your way through college. Hell, you can work your way through college fucking flipping shit. Guarantee you. You'll make more money doing this than you will at some fucking job delivering pizzas or driving for Uber or some stupid shit. But no, most people want to party and enjoy college, right? That's what they want to do. So they, they get their student loans for more than the actual price of college because they got to have the money to live too because they don't want to go get a job while they're in school. If, motherfucker, you don't want to get a job while you're in school, how the fuck are you going to work when you're out of school? You're not. Absolutely fucking unbelievable. The next part I actually thought would be higher, but 38% of U.S. households have credit card debt. Now, I'm still working my way out of some credit card debt, so I'm one of those 38%. But it's fucking stupid, man. It's fucking stupid. The fucking interest rate on fucking credit cards is insane. I mean, damn, it's it's fucking worse than student loans. And most of the time, it's people charging dumb shit. Like, oh, I want to go on vacation, but I don't have the money. So I'm going to fucking put on a credit card, get my rewards points, and feel like I'm fucking doing something. You know, your fucking rewards points, the fucking company, the credit card company, makes money on that like that's not some huge benefit for you that's something so that you'll spend more money on that credit card which ultimately the majority of people don't pay off every month and they're making money off the interest so you think you're doing something by buying something to get your cash rewards or your travel points or whatever and then you're not paying it off every month that's what you're you should be doing that's how you beat the system is actually pay it off every month like I don't, yeah, let's see, what does it say? On average, holy shit, okay, this isn't nowhere near, I've got like a few thousand I've got to work out of, not this, it says on average $16,000 in credit card debt. $16,000, what the fuck are you charging on a credit card $16,000 worth that you can't pay with the money that you make from your job? Average APR, Sixteen and a half percent. So it says right here, if you came up with a 10-year plan to pay that off, that's $16,000. You would also hand over $17,000 in interest. In interest. That's the profit that the bank gets. That's all profit for the bank. But yeah, they're, you know, you're, you're cheating the system by using a credit card. And that's another thing. A lot of people think that um, credit cards are safer than debit cards when they're not. I mean, there's the aspect of it's not your actual money, but you're, you're still borrowing the money. If someone steals your credit card and charges shit on it, you're going to have to dispute it just the same as you would with the debit card, and you'd ultimately get your money back either way either way they would take the charge off your credit card or they'd put money back in your bank account because that's what the FDIC is there for. That's what the insurance company is there for. That's so yeah, you'd be out your money for a little bit, but you're not it's not safer. You're just as likely to get your debit card number stolen as you are your credit card number. So that's I mean, that's just stupid that people think that. And this one really sucks. This is the last one of the four. 33% of American adults have $0 saved for retirement. That's 33% of adults. That's everyone from 18 all the way on. 33%. One in three persons has $0 saved, saved for retirement. So if you live in an apartment complex with 100 people, 33 of them have no money. For when they ultimately get old and can't work anymore. One out of three. One out of fucking three people. Has nothing saved for retirement. Guys, this shit's fucking crazy. And so I I decided to look, look into a few more things. And I've talked about this before too. Fucking car payments. That's one thing that I'm glad we don't have anymore. We don't have any car payments. Both of our cars are paid off. Um... The average car payment in America. This is according to Forbes magazine as well. Average car payment is now $499. $500 a month. People are spending on car payment. While they can't cover a $400 emergency. While they have $16,000 in credit card debt. You see how the shit piles up? Like, no wonder you're fucking broke. Like, So... To put that in perspective, we'll just round up the dollar, $500 a month in car payment. If you sold your fucking car and got a fucking beater car and just drove that around and always drove a paid off car and just moved your way up, you know. You could, say you could sell your car and you have $1,000. Go buy a $1,000 car, whatever the the best thing you can get, most reliable thing you can get for 1000 bucks. Go buy it and continue to live like you were before and except sending $500 to the fucking bank to make their money off you for a car loan. Set that in a savings account for two months. Do that and then sell your car and go buy a $2,000 car and then, you know, maybe that car's a little more reliable and you could get four months out of it sell your car, and go buy a $4,000 car. And you, just, you see what I mean? Like, now all of a sudden, you know, you're you're buying a $10,000 car in cash, and it's going to last you a couple years. And you could continue to save up if you wanted to buy a really nice car. If you wanted to even buy a, like, a one-year, two-year-old car. I, I don't ever recommend buying a new car, because those things drop, like, fucking 30% as soon as you drive it off the lot. It's just, it's just stupid. That's complete insanity, unless you're like, unless you're like super rich. You know what I mean? Like, that I can understand. If you, you know, if you're worth like a million dollars, hell, a twenty, 000, thirty dollars $30,000 brand new car, that's not a big deal. But when you're broke as shit, you don't need a brand new car. And you definitely don't need to lease a car. That's even stupider. That's the, I mean, goddamn, they really tricked you all with that one. Hey, leasing a car is better. How in the fuck is it better? You don't even fucking own the car. Average lease payments, somewhere like, yeah, it's about the same, $500 a month. So now you're paying $6,000 a year, probably on what, a two year lease? So $12,000 plus you had to put some money down and you got to cover, get full coverage insurance, which I recommend anyways, but still, like, and you don't own the car after two years. You've got to take it back. And there's mileage restrictions. So they basically, they're going to get their car back and then they're going to go sell it to someone else. And they're going to make so much fucking money on that. It's insane how much money fucking car dealerships make on cars. Pull the wool over your eyes and make it, make you think you're getting a good deal. Anytime, if you go to a car dealership and buy a car and you negotiate with them... You come out feeling all high and mighty, they made a fuck ton of money off you still. Seriously. Because it's the markup. I mean, and that's, you know, we're in flipping. We we know the markup. We, we know how that works. But don't ever think that you're getting a good deal. Like you're getting market value. You're not getting this crazy deal. You're getting an average deal. Okay, maybe it's a few thousand dollars less. They probably paid... less for the car, $10,000 less for the car to buy it. Just, so, this is the part that's really going to fuck with you, promise you. Let's say you've got that $500 payment, right? And instead of spending it, sending it to the bank, sending it to the car dealership that financed your car, let's say you put that, in like uh, like a stock market like a mutual fund like pretty generally pretty safe stuff stuff that's averaged like 10% which is what it has averaged so I, I went ahead and cut the number down to eight percent because let's say you know there's gonna be some tough times coming up because there are gonna be some tough times coming up it's just that's just the natural business cycle. The economy's not gonna be this great forever. So let's say you did that you put five hundred dollars a month into uh, an investment account for 40 years, because that's about what most people work. Most people work a little more, but say you did that from the time you got out of college, you're what, 23, probably 22, 23, somewhere in there. So you'd be 62, 63, somewhere in there. If you did that 500 bucks a month and nothing else, starting from zero, and nothing else, after 40 years, you would have $1,757,000, $140.61. $1,757,000. Cool fucking car, bro. Cool fucking car. I don't know guys. Like that's just my opinion about it. And that's just I mean that's just touching the touching the surface of it honestly. There's so much more that goes into money, you know? Like instead of spending your money on dumb shit, you need to be building income streams, whether that's through investing or putting it in your 401k which is pretty, a pretty safe investment. You know, It's safer than starting a business or even real estate. It's safer than that, generally. But rich people, on average, have like six streams of income. They don't rely on one income, a.k.a. your job. If you're only relying on your job for income, if you're only relying on the number of hours you work, times the amount you get paid per hour. You're going to work until you die. I don't remember who said that. I think it was uh Warren Buffett or something like that. Yeah, it was Warren Buffett, now that I think. I saw that on Instagram the other day. <laughs> um like you've got to you've got to build something for yourself outside of your damn job. Whether it's a little side business, look, You can do this shit right now. You can make, you can build this up pretty quickly and make an extra thousand bucks a month and just kind of leave it there. You know, you hit a certain inventory level, you, depending on, you know, the value of the average value of items you're selling, you hit that certain inventory level and you just kind of keep it mellow, keep it there. Maybe that's, you know, a hundred active in inventory. And, So you're selling about one a month or one a day if you're doing average you know one to two percent so let's say you're doing one percent sell through rate so you're selling one item a day that would mean that's minimal work shipping out one thing even if it's a pretty big thing like one box is nothing you know i've had four or five go out in a day and that's still nothing if you did that that's 30 just say 30 days in a month even though there's more in some Sorry, I'm a little, a little under the weather. Um, but if you did that, and you averaged something like, what would it have to be? About $30, $33 profit or so. 33 35 somewhere in there. Thirty to forty dollars profit on each item. You'd only you would only need to have a hundred in inventory, which I'm about to break right now, and it's I mean, I'm ready to go way bigger. So that's a thousand bucks a month. Profit. Profit. And maybe that's not your thing. You know, maybe eBay's not your thing. There's so many fucking other things out there. You could I don't know, start a fucking podcast, <laughs> you know, you can put, um, get sponsorships on a podcast, you can start a YouTube channel and put ads on it and shit, find something that, that brings you joy and can bring you a little bit of money, because ultimately that's, that's like the key to happiness, you know, like it's not just, it's not just about money. Money alone doesn't make you happy, but money along with doing something every day that just gets you fucking fired up, that's happiness. Have you ever seen an unhappy person who has fucking money in the bank, like plenty of money saved, all their bills paid off, their house is paid for, you know, maybe they've got some rental properties, maybe they got a little business or something. And they just, they, they love their life because they have control. Because when you rely on your job, when you're a slave to your job, when your job pays your bills, you will get on your hands and knees to beg for your job or to beg for another job. Or you'll hurry up and go get another job if you lose your job. Not even thinking about whether or not it's going to make you happy because you just need the money. Look, if you make less than a hundred thousand dollars a year and you fucking hate what you're doing, and you take this shit that I'm doing seriously, and it makes you happy, you can make a hundred grand a year doing this. There's plenty of fucking people that do it. Yeah, and that I mean that'd be a hundred grand a year that you're pulling out of the business, that's You could do that. It's going to take a lot of work. A lot of fucking work. And it's not going to be instant. It's going to take years to build it up to that level. But let me tell you something. Nothing good ever came easy, baby. So, hey, look, that's my little rant for the day. went a little longer than I thought it would, but fuck it. Uh, I figured I'd give you all a quick update on the business. I've had some pretty decent sales lately. Actually, some pretty fire sales lately that I want to tell you about. Um, I went to this local Christian thrift store and, and I found a light meter. I picked it up or I saw it from a distance. I thought it was like a stopwatch or something. I picked it up. It felt like cheap plastic. And I was like, "Mm, nothing, right? I looked this thing up. They wanted $2 for it and it sells on eBay for over a hundred. And I'm like, holy shit fucking two bucks hell yeah this thing is selling like crazy like like they sell them faster than they're listing them like there's way more sold than there are listed at all times like they're selling multiple times a day and not being listed multiple times a day but listed that and literally i think it was like it was definitely less than 24 hours but it might have been less than 12 hours later bam sold hundred dollars plus shipping Paid two bucks for it. You can't beat that kind of ROI in 12 to 24 hours. You just can't. You know, I think I, I ended up, profit-wise, was around 80 on that. And then, <clears throat> also, uh, at the same time, I picked up this laptop bag. It's like a laptop backpack. is in eBags. And all of the backpacks at this place are five bucks, which I was like, okay, that's a cool deal. Let me see. Found another one or another nice deal. It was this laptop bag. And it was looking like it was selling for like 50 bucks or so with shipping included. So it was like 40 plus shipping, something like that, you know. So I got it home, priced it at 35 plus calculated shipping because it was like, it was big and it was like four pounds. So I wasn't sure how much it was going to cost to ship. And so I listed for thirty five plus calculated shipping and motherfucker sold in a day. It's like fuck yeah. So that was a nice one. That was a nice twenty bucks profit on five dollars spent. And then finally at Goodwill, I found a Fitbit. Uh, zip. It was like the kind you clip on to yourself. It was brand new. Just the box had been opened. Everything was in there. It was brand new. Twenty bucks. I bought it. And I got it home, listed it for 75 It sold within a day too. So there was uh, 40 bucks profit on that, roughly. It was really cheap to ship. It was like $3.18 to ship it. So those have been my best, my best three sales lately. I'm really enjoying going out thrifting and finding some good stuff. So I'm gonna be doing a lot more of that uh, with the financial commitments coming up with the baby and stuff. So I'm gonna keep the buy costs low. And the ROI high, baby. That's the name of the game. But anyways, that's gonna do it. Uh, do it for this episode, guys. I appreciate you listening. I know I probably sound like crap. I'm feeling like crap, but I had to get this episode out. Um, <clears throat> if if you're just finding this podcast, if you're on YouTube, and you don't follow me on Twitter, hit me up on Twitter. I'm telling you some pretty fire content coming out all day, every day. Uh, we got a nice fucking group of people. Out on Twitter, we all just fucking support each other and just fucking high five each other. We, we just, it's an awesome fucking community. So hit me up on Twitter. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll let you know who to follow. It's like 20 of us by now that it's grown to since this whole Gary B challenge has been going on. So it's getting crazy. Enjoying the fuck out of it, enjoying putting out content. Even though I feel like shit right now, I still am enjoying putting out content. That's what's crazy about it. So. Listen, that's gonna be it for this episode, guys. Check the link in the description. It's got got you to all my socials. I'm on Facebook and Snapchat, but I'm most active on Twitter, like I've said before. So hit me up on there. Let me know that you checked out the podcast. Let me know what you think. Let me know how my voice sounds, because I, I know I'm I definitely <clears throat> I'm definitely sounding like shit. <laughs> all right, y'all. I appreciate y'all so fucking much, and y'all have a great fucking day.